boys and girls, to the final episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here once again by the rest of the K-Fabe crew. Introducing first, he is the king of the K-Fabe kickflip, Mr. Wex Breaking the Lawson. Wex, how are we living today, bud? Living pretty good, living pretty good, you know, uh, happy for the weekend, got me a little three-day weekend for the, for the holiday, yeah. for those who celebrate the uh, Good Friday. Uh, something about like a zombie, somebody coming back from the dead or whatever, but, uh, uh it's going to be a good time and I'm ready for, uh, the final episode of K Fabe comparisons. Talk about some wrestling. What a trip. What a trip indeed. Uh, also joining us as always the spectacular vernacular himself, Mr. Jesse Baker. Jesse, how are we living, bud? Living good, living great. Ready to talk about some WrestleMania, and I'm anxious to hear what everybody else thinks. Yeah, we got a lot of meat on the bone. It's the last episode ever. We also have the voice of the vaginal perspective here, Miss Jessica Rosenberg. How are you? You know, living the dream. Uh, ready to talk about some wrestling. Ready to get into it. Uh, last week you talked about how I joined a sinking ship, but I'm Jack and Rose hanging on the end it. of the fucking Titanic, waiting to hold it. my breath. I love it. And uh, ready. Been a shining light uh, here towards the end as well. Uh, but speaking of uh, the Omega here, let's go back to the Alpha. The very beginning, my co-host with the most, I've waited so long to do this, the KG Cast Lush. Cast, how you doing? Woo! I'm fantastic. The prodigal son has returned. I love to hear it. Love to I'm hear it. so excited to be with you guys and gals. We're talking wrestling. It's WrestleMania, baby. Let's go. It's WrestleMania. It's the final ever kayfabe comparisons episode. Final. We got the Can't entire crew here. It's so, so crazy. It's five seasons. I am hyped, but you know what? Let's go ahead and get right into it. Mr. Jesse Baker, I know that you got the cards in front of you. So we got two nights of WrestleMania, and there's like 18 people on this podcast, so we got to just go ahead and get <laughs> shit it and get it, right? Let's get right into it. Let's start running down these cards, and let's just bing, bang, boom, just kind of give some overview, and then just a quick beer rating, and we're out. All right, well, you know it. The very first opening match, WrestleMania night one, Saturday night. John Cena makes his triumphant little-looking-ass return to WrestleMania, complete with bald spot, to compete <laughs> for the United States title against Mr. Austin Theory. And hey, I'm, I'm going to uh, chime in with my little uh, rating part first. I got to say, like, this was a solid four for me. It wasn't spectacular, but it was a good opening. Crowd was hype. I really couldn't say anything different about it, frankly. Okay. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't go four. I'm, I'm going to say three. Uh, because I thought it, it it was a good opener. Cena looked a little slower than normal, and I mean I know it's just Father Time being Father Time. Um, Austin Theory is not quite uh, in that super veteran role, so I think it could have been a little bit better. But it wasn't to any fault of their own. It's just the way the cookie crumbles and uh, the way the way the world is right now. So yeah, three beers, not too bad. Wex, what do you think? I want about uh, kind of kind of split both. You want about three and a half. I thought it was a solid, above-average opener. It was nice to see, you know, old John Cena back in there. I hated him for years, but, you know, ever since the old U.S. Open title challenge, I have have some respect for Cena. So, you know, when he gets in there, you know, nice to see him. But uh, Theory, eh, I'm still not sold on him, but it was definitely an above-average match. Ms. Rosenberg. Uh, two and a half beers. I still don't like Austin Theory. Okay. His beard weirds me out. <laughs> it's really puby and I'm not into it. Um, That's a good word. It is also, very how are you going to have John Cena, who's made 
granted more than anybody else in the entire world make a wish wishes walk out with the make a wish kids and then lose in front of those kids yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> terrible. i mean that just no 2.5 beers vinnie mac baby vinnie mac is back boys uh, he could at least use one of them as a weapon or something Oh, stop. No. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, KG Castlush. KG Castlush. Hey, now. I was going to give it a three, but just because of John Cena's hair, I have to give it a 2.5. And uh, he needs to cut it. He really needs to cut that hair. It, it looks terrible. Is but it I agree like... with. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say everything Rosenberg said. I mean, Rosenberg, the match was a small frozen turd. I mean, it was it was bad. <laughs> It was bad, right. man. What? What? No, you know, actually, it was a pretty good way to start off WrestleMania, honestly. But right. I, just, you know, it wasn't but anything special, like, but perfect way to start it off. What is it with like wrestlers just all going bald when they get older? Mm. Like all, literally all of them. Yeah, the steroids like, maybe. Hey, pretty soon John Cena is gonna have a lazy eye. You know, oh, I mean, <laughs> it happens, so. dude, Sean's well, gotta like, get kicked in the geez. head a few more times. That dude had like the talk about the biggest <laughs> facial downturn of all time. It's gotta be Sean. Yeah. Um, Still the greatest. <laughs> Still the greatest, definitely. The GOAT, the GOAT, baby. Uh, yeah, Jesse Baker, we got up next. All right, we have a four-way tag team fuckfest featuring Woo! the winners who should have been the winners, I got to say. Street Profits, I'm all for that. Uh, Ricochet had himself in pretty crazy moments. I mean, uh, everybody kind of did their part here, I thought. I, it made sense. In my opinion, I understand the impact of opening with Cena in theory. I get why they did it. However, if it was me, I'd have flip-flopped it. Uh, to me, it, it became underwhelming because it was a multi-person match, not a ton of psychology, some good viral moments, some great TikTok shit. It was a two-beer for me, though. I probably would have rated it higher if it had opened the card. Daniel, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I'm the other way around on this one. I went four beers on this one. I loved the match. I thought it was great. I thought that every guy got showcased. I, I thought they did a really good job of doing everything really quickly without making it feel really rushed. I thought it the flow was pretty good considering how short the match was and how many people were involved and the fact that everybody got something in and it didn't look, it didn't look like a GCW show where everything is just going like 98 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Um, that's not a dig by the way. It's just, it just wasn't as, you know, it was more slowed down, more methodical, but it was good. I thought it was good. Jessica. Uh, I'm going to give this one four beers as well. I think, uh, Montez Ford and headbands really deserve, this like headbands it's really it. yeah <laughs> that's his name y'all his name Whoa. is headbands and don't call him anything else right. um which is a shout out to my buddy on twitter at hearts who i'm going to talk about a little bit later because me and their wrestling opinions i love it anyway yeah so uh bright people one i think it's time for the street profits to shine a little bit more i'm excited to see what comes next wegsley I mean, it possibly could have been closer to four beers for me. I only went three and a quarter, and that's just because of the team of the Viking Raiders because they're just fucking stupid bullshit, and I hate them. And the rest of the match, though, was fantastic. I mean, some of their work was great, but their gimmick's so whack, and their uh, valet, she's whack. And just, I didn't, I fucking hated them. I even tweeted about how it was bullshit. So three and a what? quarter beers, still, still a very solid match. And like I, like you said, Daniel, I agree. It should have been the opener. One of yeah. the, those wild multi-man, just wild multi-man crazy matches are good openers, especially for WrestleMania, especially for a double night event. Mm-hmm. 
You, I'm so sorry. You totally reminded me of how much I hate Sarah Gritchfinger's Logan, and she was barefoot, and I was mad about oh, it. Oh God, oh, yeah, she sucks. On. We're, I, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Grinchfingers, Jesus. But yeah, yeah. She, 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 she is like probably a good thirty percent of why uh, the Viking Raiders suck. But yeah, besides that, I mean, like you said, great, solid. Should have been the opener there. But uh, I, I, I get why they you go with John Cena, the star power. You want to have a really good opener, a really good closer. But uh, three and a quarter beers for me on that one. Cage gas. Man, I only give it a three, and I actually disagree with most of you guys. I think the John Cena match is the way to start off the show. I don't like it starting off with that much going on. And the reason I give it a three is it's it's hard. They did a good job. It's always hard with that many people. Everybody's trying to get their shit in. You know, it, you know, it's about as best you could do with that many people as a three. And, uh, yeah, that's it's a good job. A three is not a bad thing for that type of match. But I like it going second. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, next. now. <laughs> next up, we have one that I was I, – I, I got to admit I was rolling on the floor when this intro happened because of all the people I figured it would piss off. It was Daniel. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. But Logan Paul decides to just hijack the WrestleMania 12 entrance pretty much. It was less stellar, which I thought was interesting given that the production values have clearly increased since fucking 1996. But – Hey, that's what we got. Next up, Logan Paul, Seth Rollins. I fucking cannot stand Logan Paul. I have established that many times. However, it is hard to argue that when he steps between the ropes, he's done nothing short of a surprisingly good job, I think, for everybody. No no matter what you think about this match or any singular match, I think he's always surprised everyone. It's still like his fourth fucking match on TV or something. So I can't give him too much shit. Um, I felt like there was a lot of waste in terms of the time, but I know why. So I'm still going to give it a four. They got a lot of TikTok moments out of it, bro. That's just, you know, it is what it is. That's just where the money is. So Daniel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it hurts. It hurts to say it, but it's so good. What are you, are you jacking off over there? What is happening? Quit scratching the mic. Crazy man. I don't know who's making that Um, noise. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was probably the best match on both nights in my opinion. I, I really genuinely liked the belt to belt in this match more than anything else. Um, I think Rollins is at is at peak performance. You know what I mean? I think he's at the very top of like what a pro wrestler should be. And I think the fact that I mean the fact that Logan Paul is able to keep up with arguably the best wrestler alive today is that's it's just insane. Um, yeah. So for me, a solid five and a half beers. I really, 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 really enjoyed this match. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Cass, where are you at? I just, I, I can't get over that damn entrance by Logan Paul. I mean, I hated it. Yeah. Cass is the mad one. I know. See, Cass, Cass has a I hated the, it. even bigger hard on than I do for so, the okay. You know, uh, and I actually I didn't like Logan Paul before he came into the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment, but <laughs> I, he's killed it, you know. And I know he's he practices the match, really, you know. He practices one match for a really long time with, with Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Yeah. with the greatest, and that's why he looks so good. But even though he's practicing one match for a really long time, he's still doing a hell of a job. So I can't take that away from him, even though I don't like you know his whole thing and that what that whole 
society of people liking people like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Uh, I give it a one, and it's solely because of no KG cat. I hate the entrance. You're now no. salty, Cass. You're a salty lush. That's what <laughs> you are. The, You're a salty lush. Yeah. All right. Okay. It was like a. It was like a four. Right. But I hate the entrance. I'll take there it. There you go. I'll hey take now. it. I'll take it. Wax. One actual vote. Three hate beers. Uh, shit. Uh, I went about four and a quarter beers on this one. Uh, and like we've kind of said before, Logan Paul is like, he, I hate that he's so good. It's just. <laughs> It's like, I don't understand. Like, he shouldn't be that good, but he is. And Seth Rollins is, you know, one of the greatest, one of the best modern day top top five dudes in the game today. And uh, they put on a solid match, but this was the first of the outrageous corporate sponsorships when you got the the prime energy drink fucking mascot with a KSI and or whatever. And besides that, I mean, the, the first of the corporate crazy shit that we're going to get into for the rest of this WrestleMania, it seems like every other match on this card is going to have some corporate sponsorship presentation, which yep. Daniel, and if, if this, if you go back to the podcast, Daniel kind of called this shit like a year or two ago. He's like, it's going to, he I did. I did it's crazy. Cause every I'm time so like, glad I, saw it, I was you, like, I was, Daniel was straight I, calling this shit. I, I was about to, Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is the beginning of the crazy uh, corporate bullshit. But uh, four and a quarter beers for me. Still a really solid match. I mean, I love HBK too. But like like you said, it was like an underwhelming, less cool version of HBK. So it's not like he didn't one-up him. So like if you didn't no. one-up him and it was just like a, a mediocre – I don't even want to say an homage because I don't know if he likes – I mean, but he's been training with HBK. So maybe HBK was like, yeah. I'm sure, know, he, get, I'm sure he gave him the okay. So like, I'm sure he gave see, him the okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably his idea. Goes there, but it was still, probably it was his cool. idea. Yeah. 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 It was probably Sean's idea. Still not as cool. He should have did like the O2 HBK where he gets on his knees and does the – Oh no, I wouldn't have liked that. Terrible. I would. I would. I would. That's better because at least it's not the, the classic HPK. I would have not liked that. <laughs> Cass, how would you like that uh, better than the 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 classic? Oh no, no, terrible. I wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> he he could have done like remember in your house. He, one time Sean had like a rope and he stood on top of the in your house uh, <laughs> set and he like swung down on the rope. He could have yeah, like, done that. Like Tarzan. Yeah, you don't remember right. that? George of the Jungle. It was like '96. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, I'm trying to think something that could get Logan Paul more heat. I mean, I would have loved it if they gave him a bunch of dead confetti guns. That'd have been great. Oh Oh, yeah, pull the China. (laughs) Oh, that would have been so good, so good. Uh, Ms. Rosenberg, did you talk about this one yet? I have not. All right, let's see what you. I want to hear. I want to hear from you. Four beers. Three of them are for. The fucking fabulous outfit that Seth Rollins rolled in on that big long coat and then the cute little Jeff Jarrett outfit. I would like to know where he got that harness because I want it for my wardrobe. Love it. Love him. I think he has the best fashion in the WWE besides Bianca Belair. And um, I fucking hate Logan Paul, but he's so fucking good. It makes me even matter. That's so (laughs) I feel like that's the perfect heel, right? Like, he is someone you're you're going to want to lose because you fucking hate him. But But you you have to respect his work. Yeah, (laughs) because he does annoyingly good. good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, but I, I agree that Seth Rollins doing he's got the camera on drip going on right there. It's a very, very nice, very nice look. So very good. nice look. Very nice look indeed. Didn't anticipate anybody invoking Cameron today, but here we <laughs> hey. All right, let's Next keep it up, going, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, another thing we didn't anticipate, or I guess probably all, maybe we all kind of did. I don't know. I feel shitty for even saying what I think about this one, but it is a three-on-three women's tag team match between Damage Control and Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus. I got to say, despite the pops, despite everything good that I had to say about any part of it in the moment where I was trying to find excuses, this is a fucking dud for me because it was just so hard to watch. Um, God bless Trish for trying to do her best to hold it together. It was probably impossible for damage control to come out of this looking good. Let's just be real. But mm-hmm. good God, it was just like a fucking car wreck to me. I fucking hated it. Daniel, where are you at? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm completely with you. And it, it's it's funny, too, because you can look at this on paper and say, like, well, it's like these older ladies versus, like, this new younger generation. And it's like EO Sky and Dakota Kai and, like, Bailey. Like, we know, we know they can all work. For, well, at least we know that Bailey and EO can definitely work. But to me, like, they, they were kind of the problem. They were the clunkier ones. I mean, Lita definitely did not look great. I mean, her, her time has come and gone. Like, she is was by far the weakest link in the match, but the rest of damage control as a whole was not good. I think this was what one of EO's worst matches, like her actual performance that I've ever seen her do. And so it's like on paper, you'd be like, Oh, well it's the older, older like group dragging it down. Like Trish looked great. Trish looked great. I think a Trish and Becky tag team title run would have been better in hindsight because Trish looks like she can still go for, you know what I mean? Like Lita just looked, Lita looked like Cena. It was it wasn't awful. It was just not, the same you know like i mean alita is an explosive character and it's like she was not explosive you know like that's just it's not her fault it just doesn't work and i i I, yeah say i mean i wouldn't say it was a total dud i'd give it i'll give it a beer i'll give it one beer that's fair that's fair uh and i as much as i want to throw to jess right now i want to save it because i feel like it might be different so uh Cass, where are you at on the three on three women's tag team match yeah, man, y'all pretty much said everything I, w- I would say. You know, Lita, I-, I saw her like a year or two ago. She did something in the ring, and it's it's I'm just very underwhelming because we're comparing her to the original Lita and how good Lita was one of the best. Yeah. I mean, Trish, yes. though, Trish just looks better than she ever looked. I mean, yeah. it's and, crazy. And it's and she's wrestling kind of better, you know. I mean, she's yeah. she kind of got she kind of got better. Lita, unfortunately, probably not her fault. I mean, you know. There's probably some underlining issues, oh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it just you know, it was a happy moment. It was cool to see. It was cool to see old stars. I like that kind of shit. So I don't, I don't know, a one, a two. What do you, what do you do? What do you say? That's fair. That's fair. Wexley. Uh, yeah. So, um, like you guys said, like the nostalgia is cool. It's cool to see Trish. It's cool to see Lita, but yeah, it's just not the same. It's yeah. Like I'll give it a, like a beer and a half for nostalgia, but when it comes down to the work, the entering stuff, and like you said, I want to compare them to the original versions of themselves. Just like anytime any old school dude comes back and tries to have a big match, tries to like make an impact, you're just like, eh, kind of like a you know a fart in church. Yeah. Or unless remember Ricky the Dragon Steamboat did something with like uh, Jericho. IPJ? Yeah, and just looked amazing. A million bucks, dude. I hadn't seen him in the ring for like. 25 years and he killed it i forget what mania that was he absolutely so, crushed it though he, he yeah, really he did, did crush it 
Yeah, it they was, definitely didn't do a Ricky the Steamboat Dragon uh, performance. But, yeah, not but, everybody yeah. Stinger, Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Classic throwback, KG Cast. I love hey it now. for the old listeners. Great job, buddy. Great. Hey job. now, <laughs> Miss Jessica Rosenberg, oh, yeah, Jessica. what are your thoughts? Um, I don't totally disagree with you all. Um, you know, Jesse and I were talking, you know, texting through the whole thing, and I was like dude, what is with this spot? Like there was this one spot where, um, you could physically see them crawling closer to each other to hit the spot. And it was just like rough work. Honestly, to be honest, I think Trish did the best out of all of them. She held that match together. Um, I'm glad she brought the puppies in a beautiful, uh, nod to her previous WrestleMania gear, but it was like updated and fantastic. Um, I am Alita Mark, and I was like, I was watching the match, and I'm like, is she okay? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It, 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 and I was like, oh yeah, Trish will get in there and take a bump or something. But no, like, I feel like Trish carried all of yeah. them, yeah. and I'm really upset with whoever did Bailey's braid. It was terrible. Looked awful. Um, So I'm going to go like 2.75, almost three beers, just because the the women work hard. They deserve it. I feel like they're oftentimes under a bigger microscope than men wrestlers are. Um, Their work is just as hard. It's just when you can physically see missed spots or – you know, it, it's hard not to judge someone to who they are when they were in their prime. So you just have to realize, is this great work for Trish and Lita at this point? But what's funny, just to summarize, is like Lita ha- was amazing and is kind of like calm, calmed down, right? Where I feel like Trish was in the best shape of her life and she was, you know, man in the beginning. And then like I, I, she was the star of the match. You know, two of the beers were for righty and lefty each. You know, that's I fair. Get it, man, I get it. I feel yeah, like yeah. If, if HBK had hobbled his crippled ass down there and like looked like Elmer Fudd after he got hit with the anvil and still had a couple spots, I probably would have given it five beers too. So I, right. I, I, <laughs> now, I mean, anything's better than a Saudi Arabia HBK. So. Ugh. Oof. We don't talk about Oof. that here. Let's yeah. just keep. We're not. That we're done. Happened. Moving forward, we are going into uh, man, a match that I was very much looking forward to until it happened. We have the son versus the father, Rey Mysterio, 2023 WWE Hall of Fame inductee, going up against Dominic Mysterio. I still feel Dominic is on the trajectory to be in a very good place by this time next year. I still think that he looks better than he has any right to look. Uh, He's clearly training hard. He trained with the right people to begin with and has continued to really show out every single time, not only in the ring, but also promos. It was, I don't even think it was a good build. Really? I think there was just a lot more to take advantage of. They kind of just hammered the same points home over and over and over again, which seemed like a fucking child could have written it. Like I, it just wasn't really, I don't know. Wasn't my thing so much. But the the intros to me were the best part of the entire match. I gotta say, I really enjoyed seeing what they did with the intros. I like the yeah. you know the homage part. I always dig that shit. One thing that ruined this fucking match for me was being sponsored by Cinemoji Toast Crunch. <laughs> 
I, it just is so fucking I like if anybody wanted some clarity as to Vince McMahon's fucking involvement currently, there you go. Like why that one? That could have been any other fucking match. It wouldn't have had to be that one. It just is not my thing. I don't know. As far as the match, I have to give it a two just because the in-ring didn't suck. But it really wasn't what it could have been. This could have been a much larger, much more important high-stakes match for WrestleMania. Unfortunately, I just feel like certain elements of that were botched and um, overlooked. But uh, the only other thing I will say about it, how weird must it have been to have been Dominic Mysterio at the Hall of Fame ceremony and in order to keep kayfabe walk out during the dad's induction had to be devastating had i to mean be. that's gotta had suck. to be devastating had like to be. that's just that's tough to be able to, the, the commitment that it takes to do that is great and i gotta commend it for that but didn't reflect in the match at all to me just saying wes i know that you really love uh old ray ray and the lucha style and stuff like that so i'm gonna throw to you uh yeah so the whole corporate sponsorship like i talked about earlier when this one started happening i was just like Oh, so this is why, like, two to three months ago, we saw a commercial for Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and they had luchador guys. I was like, now now the connection's making sense here, but I was like, like, this has Vince McMahon's handprints, just like you said, all over this shit. This is corporate sponsorship to the T, but the match itself and the story, I liked it. I liked the buildup. We were all – I mean, honestly, this goes way back if you're a deep-cut internet dude – Ray Mysterio tweeting about how he's going to whoop uh, his son's ass in 2K13. He's like, I can't wait to play this and beat my kid's ass. Yeah. And it came full circle like uh, 10, 15 years later. And when he got the belt, I don't care how cheesy it was for a buildup or anything. I was drinking some beers, having a good time, and I loved it. I popped super hard. I gave this a solid four and a quarter beers for me. This was great. I love the story. I know that Dominic's not quite there yet, but he's – He's pretty solid. The, the mullet, the Eddie tribute stuff there on both sides, whether it's good or bad, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I thought I saw it. 4.25 beers. It makes sense. I, you know, obviously not there with you, but it makes sense. KG Cass, what did you think about the Mysterio family drama 2K23 edition? Hey, now, you know, I actually liked it. It's one of the few stories. It's a it's a long, drawn-out story, and I love that in, in WWE. They've been, you know, this has been – brewing for a long time i loved it you know uh uh dominique is getting better every every day you know you see things that are better i, I gave it a four i'm with i'm with wex on it i, I thought it was great i love the eddie stuff it was i, I like the uh, and it, you know is the outcome we it's the perfect wrestlemania outcome you know we've had this story going on and you had the heel and you know it's a father-son thing you know and you want the baby face to get over at the end and and at least in this storyline at WrestleMania, the right thing happened. And it's one of those, you know, whether it be cheesy or not, it's one of those things. That's why I love wrestling. I liked it. It could have been better, but it was good. The match, I mean, could have been better. But story-wise, it was it was on point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Miss Rosenberg, what did you think? I think that Prison Dom sounds like a low-budget porno. Um... I thought that the uh, I thought his entrance was absolutely ridiculous uh, to like that this like hardcore hard time prison guy. It's so, so fucking silly, which is kind of adorable, kind of enjoy it because you're like (laughs) this kid would get his ass handed to him if he was actually in prison. And then um, 
I was talking about this before we started recording, but uh, NPR reported that on um, before the live broadcast uh, when they were showing like snippets of that like Dom jail time, they used a still photo of Auschwitz. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. So uh, learning that, I'm uh, provoking a beer because, like, what fucking moran just like Google's prison photo and like, you know what I mean? Like, Vince did like, himself personally. Vinny Mac, baby. It on Vinny. That. It's like, like, it's fucking seriously, come on. Um, but anyway, so it didn't actually show in the broadcast and it didn't show in the like replay of night one. So they were like, oh, somebody fucked up. Um, I thought it was very nostalgic. It was great. Cause I mean, who doesn't love Ray? You know what I mean? Like you have to be a real son of a bitch not to like Ray Mysterio. Um, as far as the work, good Dom needs some time. I think he is getting better and better. The also, I took a few chugs away because the spitting was uh, the, and the snot, the snot thing in the ring that was so unnecessary. I I was like, no, I love it. Um, so <laughs> I give it like just under three beers. You know, like two point seven five beers. That's fair. That's fair. I love the snot rocket shit. That's some callback shit for me to a lot of other people. Um, you know, Benoit, <coughs> cough, cough. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Know-it-all, your take, Mysterio versus Mysterio. It's so fitting. It's so fitting that in, like, the first three or four episodes of this show, the KG cast lush named me Mr. Know-it-all. And I'm <laughs> almost positive that about two years ago, it was, I think it was about two years ago, but I said one day we're going to get to a point where every major match on these major pay-per-views is sponsored by a specific brand. And you're going to see that shit on the LEDs and it's going to be the entire brand match. And yep, he, you did. I told you so. That he makes it all. feel so good to say that. I, 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 all right. All that being said, I hate it. I don't like that. <laughs> don't like it at all. But you um, love being right. But I do love being right more. Six beers. <laughs> six beers. Hey now. Six. Six. Six, six pack. Six pack. My thought the match was great. Sixer. Thought the entrances was great. Thought this was written really well. I thought the in ring was great. I think Dom's Dom's Dom. I think everyone's like trying to compare him. Is like, oh, he needed some time. Like, dude, put that kid like. Ray Mysterio was not Ray Mysterio in '97, and he made him look like he was at least Ray Mysterio in '99. Which is pretty damn tough. I don't know if you guys have been watching a lot of Ray matches the past like four or five years, but they haven't been barn burners. This one was pretty damn good. Like Dom did a lot. Like a lot of those lucha moves, like it's the guy holding you that makes them look so clean. Like it's the guy moving your body that makes the move look so clean. Like I thought Dom did a phenomenal job. I thought the match was great. Story told was great. I don't think this is the end of the Judgment Day um, and like Ray and Edge. I think that's going to be a thing again, which I yeah, think makes sense for Raw, both guys. It's definitely not over. Yeah, so it's like that. I like that. I I think that's a good thing. Like let's move towards that. Like I'm totally into that vibe. I mean, we said already. I think we're going to end up getting like a six man. Like we'll get you know Beth Phoenix in there, and it's yeah. I think it's going to be cool. I think also it's going to be cool. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bad Bunny got his shit fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty bad. Funny. Ha ha ha. Bad uh, funny. Nice. All right, Jessica. Next pay per view is Puerto Rico. <laughs> 
Next up, this, uh, I got to say, my favorite match on the card of night one, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Ooh. Championship. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I no, we can all do, run the bases on this one. <laughs> I, wish, I, I wish it had mained. That's really the only thing that yeah. I can say. 100%. Great match. It is absolutely six beers for me. Daniel? Yep, six. Great match. Wesley? Uh, not six, but uh, five, five and a quarter. That's Still fair. one of the best matches of the whole card. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, solid. I love that uh, German suplex full flip face buster. That was fucking sick. So good. And that oh, strength, yeah. that strength from old Ripley. She's so sick. Good. Ton of sick shit. Miss Rosenberg. Dude, I that match had me fucked up. Six so beers, stunner style, just fucking chugging everything I could get my hands on, mm-hmm. staring at the screen. What really, really sold it to me, though, and I've never seen Charlotte Flair like this, <laughs> on the mat, looking up at Rhea with, like, misty-eyed, essentially, and she's just smiling, and she's got, like, her hand on her heart, and you just know she's like, yeah, we fucking did that, and we should have made a vented. And it was such a cool moment, because, like, I felt like at that moment when you're seeing her, like... It was a side of Charlotte I had never seen before. It was, like, almost soft and sweet. And when she took that, oh, dude, when she fucking hit her face, I was like, she's going to pop a boob. But, like, it was so good. And I just, I I, I fucking love Rhea Ripley so much, and I want her to bend me in half. <laughs> Don't we all, my friend? Don't we all? Uh, yeah, I, that, that sentiment I'm pretty sure is shared. Gagey Castlesh, what did you think about this one? Oh, man, I think my, can y'all hear me? My mic messed up. No, we, we got, got you, baby. We got you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want I want Ripley to bend me in half. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a six. Also, Charlotte's goaded. I'm sorry, guys, but she's the goat. Yeah. I mean, she's, she is the, she's goat. the goat. There's, yeah. there's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that I was a even, six. I don't even know who else could be the argument right now. Nope. Nobody really else. Not. Nobody else. <laughs> Makes all the sense in the world. Another one we might be able to run the bases on unless anybody really feels the need to talk about it. This uh, shindig with The Miz and Pat McAfee. It was fine. Whatever. I don't even know if I'd call it a match. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, is like a segment. We can just talk. Yeah. We'll just. Yeah. yeah. I don't even it, it, think we need to rate it. Yeah. It was a fun segment. A fun yep. segment. It got yeah. McAfee on. That always helps them. Always yeah, helps fun them. Fun segment. McAfee looked great. Everybody's yep. happy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really the gist of it. And then the main event. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come together to challenge for the undisputed WWE tag team titles against the longest reigning champions in history at this point, the Usos. I can go dead in the middle, but that's about as far as I can go. I can go dead into the threes. That's about what I can do. There were a lot of moments, I guess, but man, I just didn't feel any of the momentum that was going into this one coming out of it. I just really didn't. And I'm not sure whose fault that is. I just watching it in the moment, I found myself really not caring what the outcome was pretty quickly into it. I'm sure that's not a popular opinion, but that's what we're here for, right? So we shall see. Miss Rosenberg, your opinion, main event, night one. Five and a half beers. Sammy KO. Uh, Sammy KO forever. I love them. So much, and it's yeah. always better when they are having their best friend love fest and kicking ass. Um, 
I am ready to see. I've got a lot of opinions that revolves around night two. So I think putting the belts on Sammy KO, smartest thing they could do because it's going to, you know, affect the storyline. And I can't wait to see what's next. Makes sense. Makes sense. KJ Cass, main event night one. Yeah, I give it six, actually. I just, I love it, man. I, you know, I think about me and my best friend growing up, wishing we were the tag champs, that whole thing. It, it got me emotional. Um, and it's one of those other, you know, things that are supposed to happen at WrestleMania. We'll get to night two when something happened that wasn't supposed to happen at WrestleMania. But this is one of those things that was supposed to happen. And, you know, and I love them together. It's great. And I can't wait until they, you know, they lose the titles and they turn on each other and they have another, you know, main roster feud against each other. I can't wait. I know that's going to happen. You know, it's got to. So I love them together. I can't wait till they break up because you got to break up at some point. I, it's It was freaking great. Loved it. Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Mr. Wexley Lawson. Okay, so yeah, this is lit- probably my second favorite match uh, between both nights. Uh, went 5.75 beers. This is me, almost quite a six-beer match. And just like a lot of the things that both of you said, just uh, like the story, everything with the bloodline, and love a couple of the callbacks on uh, commentary from Michael Cole. They even called out PWG, Rosita, California, and El Generico. So, I mean, mm. that was very nice and a very good moment to see these people. Like, dude, I was very hyped for this win. Once they won, I, I was already kind of kind of in out for night two. But still, it was a very nice win. Enjoyed it. 5.75 beers. My second favorite match of the entire WrestleMania. Well, looky there, looky there, looky there. Mr. Know-it-all. What did you think? Main event? Also, Nine my one. second favorite match of WrestleMania. Um, I think that this is a – I mean – if the Usos, the Usos are the reason why the tag team titles matter. I mean, it's not like the Bloodline thing is great, and, it, and Roman Reigns is great, um, but it's not just him. I mean, the Usos. I mean, just honestly, just him and Jay. Like that, that whole thing is what built the Bloodline to begin with. And I mean, this run with the tag titles for them has put the tag titles back. It. I don't. When was the last time the tag team championships were in a main event at WrestleMania? A main event. Like, never yeah, yeah i don't I mean, think ever dude, yeah that's and never so it's, ever so it's like so and then, and then you all, and then on the other side you have sammy and ko who have been building this friendship back and forth thing since nxt 14 almost 10 years now like that's it's just this is a this is this is what when wwe is good it's very Long rare stories. these days it's very yeah. rare these days but they this is the, when it's they great. They never do the long-term shit ever. This yeah, is I when like it's great. The, I love the long-term. And the bell-to-bell, the drama in the ring, phenomenal. Phenomenal match. I don't I don't have any – there's no holes. I, I mean, I don't know what a six-beer match would be if this isn't one for a tag team match. I just don't I, – I genuinely don't know what it would be. I mean, yeah. like – so for, for me, six beers. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think for me, probably it's because it's a tag team match, main eventing mania. And that's hard that's for fine. me. That's fine. That's fine. I've also, I've also not been a huge fan of the multi-person events that have main evented mania. You know True. what I mean? Like that it's just hard. Like something about that comic book allegory of like the supervillain, the superhero, so yeah. on and so forth is what it is. I don't know. I'm a dork. 
We're about to continue on tonight, too, but I do have an interesting question that I just want to pose to everybody really quickly, and we can take turns saying whatever you might think. But obviously, we didn't know until Monday about the announcement that Endeavor did wind up making an agreement to merge the WWE and the UFC into one, what is it, $21 billion company of some yeah. kind? And it's billion. Also, billion. Yeah, billion with a big old B. But run by all the same people that have been involved in this so far. And it makes you wonder. Allegedly, this deal came together on WrestleMania weekend, and it was kind of out of nowhere, but they didn't expect it to happen at that time. It does make me wonder if the booking, particularly of any of the decisions made for night two, was influenced by how this was going in that particular direction. Daniel, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I think that if it would, that doesn't make sense to me. Because I think that on the business side, like as far as Endeavor and the UFC, and I'll try to keep this brief, but I, I, I don't, I don't think they really give a shit. Like, it, like at this point, it's like it doesn't matter who the UFC champions are. It's the UFC. It's how what they do. It's how many shows they have. It's very logistical and not entertainment based. So I think that the WWE is the WWE. I don't think they would. I genuinely don't think they would give a shit if it was Roman Reigns or Cody Rhodes or Brock Lesnar somehow or. Randy Orton shows back up and a Hulk Hogan moment. And I don't think it would have mattered to them, honestly, at all. I think to them, WWE as a brand is going to keep trucking no matter what. And we'll also talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I don't, I don't think so. T you know, long, long answer for short question. No, I don't think so. That's fair. KG Cass, any thoughts? Yeah, I just, I agree with Daniel said. I, I don't think it had any, anything to do with it. I think it's, it's mainly, it was Vince taking control of creative and at the last minute. Yep. And, yeah. I think that's what it was. 10-4, Miss so, Rosenberg. So maybe kind of, yeah. Well, yeah. Just that one part with the whole money thing, but. Right, right. Miss right. <laughs> Jessica. Yes, and all of my answers and why will be explained uh, match per match. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally. Wexley. Yeah, I think it, more, it was more of a Vince thing than a per se Endeavor thing. Because what I heard, they don't really give that's a fair. fuck what WWE does. That's what right. they do. But I think it was definitely a Vince thing. 10-4. 10-4. Makes sense. I just felt like it was worth asking. And also, particularly because Vince and Dana White have always kind of had a very strange dynamic publicly. So it's kind of one of those things that just made me wonder, like, hey, are these calls mm -hmm. being made in order to kind of position this up? I don't know. Who knows? Both assholes, you know. Both assholes. <laughs> I just want to see Vince get power slapped one time. That's all. But <laughs> night two, we begin with what seems to me like a very Vince McMahon endeavor. Ha ha ha. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Open WrestleMania night two, the Sunday night. And buddy, I got to say, coming off of night one, I was very pleased with most of what they did on night one. I really yep. was. The sponsorship Same. stuff like threw me off a couple times, but it's not like we didn't know it was coming. Right. You know, like Daniel this, told us it was coming. That's we true. Knew that. We knew it was coming <laughs> years ago. This particular match, I understand why they wanted it to open. And that can also all be explained later. I'm glad that it wasn't longer than it was. It's still a one beer match for me just because it was clunk town, you know, like, I mean, I feel like if any two of us got together and just threw a biggest rock we could find at one another, it would be about as entertaining. So that's just yeah. my take on it. Who knows? Mr. Wexley Lawson. 
Okay, so uh, Brock versus Omos. I mean, I did not expect it to be the best match, but for what they did, they didn't try to do too much. You know, they kind of did what I expected, let uh, Omos get some work, you know, do some bullshit. Brock's going to hit some German suplexes, hit an F5. You know, it, it is what it is. We knew what it was going to be. So, at two and a half. I've seen it before. I don't care. I don't like the super tall wrestlers, whether it be Great Khali, Giant Gonzalez, uh, Omos, uh, Giant Silva, Lonnie Sanderson, whoever it is, you know. Big John Stud. Kurgan. He, he wasn't that big. His name was just big. Oh, Big John <laughs> Stud was huge, man. Yeah, Big Look John Stud's a big old boy. He's huge. He's bigger than my dad. I know that. Hey, now. Hey. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? Let's have a look at notes. Yeah. So, two and a half from Cass. Cass, I'm, I'm shooting it to you. I, I give it like a damn, maybe a barely a one. I mean, I called the whole match while I sat there and watched it. It was very predictable. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, I, I like Brock. Honestly, I like Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm one of the few that do. I thought it was a shit show and it was the best thing about it was that it went by quickly. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree on that. That's yeah. Yes. I didn't like it. Yeah. What about it? it? What about it? Daniel? I love Staring you, Cass. I love you, Cass. It's <laughs> been so long, dude. I just, lo- I just love you talking shit. You have a very unique <laughs> opinion about everything, and I thoroughly enjoy it every time. It's, gl- I'm so glad you're here on the last show, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, listen. This is what I'll say. It wasn't Giant Gonzalez versus Undertaker. Okay, what it, it for it. It was about as good as it could have been for those two guys. I don't think Omas looked like the worst wrestler in the world. It wasn't – was it like a fluid great match? No. It was definitely Clunk City. But like also too, like that dude is – I mean how much ring time does he actually have? Like probably – I mean like I don't know, a year under his belt maybe? Like, Do we count Raw Underground? Yeah, that's what I mean, though. That's what I mean. It's like he has no consistency, and, like, he's probably been coached poorly. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I genuinely feel it wasn't terrible. I mean, I'd say it was a beer and a half, maybe even two beers. It wasn't bad. I, I mean, I, he's probably uh, – I, I expected it to be worse than it was. That's the best way I can describe it. I, I expected it to be worse than it was. That makes sense. That makes sense. Ms. Rosenberg, your thoughts, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Um, I'm glad well, – that the match went as quickly as yeah. his ponytail braid grew. <laughs> I am giving it a Gosh. whole entire beer just for that tall motherfucker ragdolling Brock Lesnar across the ring. I was like, I've never seen somebody that fucking big get thrown around like that. And that, and like, so that was cool to see. So just a beer for that. Um, maybe, honestly, I don't know if I can give it much more than that. Yeah, it was clunky, but that's a big dude. How is a dude that fucking big, you know, with like a shorter fucking stockier giant man? You know what I mean? Like how, how is that expected to be tight? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, it was impressive. I mean, yeah, yeah. together was a a cool, impressive thing. Ain't nothing smooth about a mountain. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah. If it had been any longer, it would have been like a negative beer. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I agree. The Good time point. helped. Yeah. They were definitely intelligent. Mm-hmm. Second match of night two. Well, you're going to do a match that I got to be honest, I wanted to like a lot more. Four way tag team match between four women tag teams. Rhonda and Shayna took it, I think, if I recall correctly. 
I really don't give a flying fuck at all about anything that happened. Uh, I'm a, I like the fact that Natalia got to set a little bit of a milestone for herself in terms of the amount of times that she's been in the ring, the profile, all that fun stuff. And even though everybody hates on me for saying it, I am a Shotzi fan. I know that there's been some muddy shit, but right, <laughs> typically speaking, I am um, <laughs> muddy shit. I'm glad somebody fucking chuckled wow. that one. But it is what it is. Uh, I, it's hard for me to even Son give it a beer, a though. Bitch. I think it is a dud for me. I got to be honest. I think it really is. Um, Daniel, what did you think? I mean, it just sucks that I I feel like I feel like I mean the the Rhea and and Charlotte match was just so good, but the other representation of women on these shows was just not the best, and, I, and it sucks because like women's wrestling has been significantly better over the past few years, and it's just this is for the casual fans that just watch the big the big ones, the Rumbles, the Manias, the Summer Slams, whatever. This looks like. The same women's wrestling you saw. This was a popcorn match. This was a piss break. This was, this was a, a you know, make your bagel bites or whatever. Like this was just not. It, yeah, it, it's a bummer. It's a bummer because I feel like it was just an underperformance. Like it, it was on the talent. They had the time and they just didn't deliver. It's yeah. sad to say, but it's just true. So I think it's me, hard. Also, you put some of those people in those positions after putting them in such more course. high profile positions, it fucks up the booking and everybody's of perception of it. Of course. No fun, no fun. Mr. Lawson, what did you think here? Well, first off, uh, we're going to talk about this match. Uh, it's the four-way women's tag match, uh, just like a showcase, not even not even actually for a number one contender. And literally all of these tag teams are just thrown together. There's no, like, true, like, like legit, like, oh, we these are established as a tag team. And that really took me out of it from the beginning. So I was just like, eh, whatever. I mean, and, bad booking, like, really bad booking. The, the work itself, like, even wasn't the best either. So it really, I don't know. It's probably one of the worst matches of both nights. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a half a beer because, uh, you know, they tried, they did the best of what they were given. But overall, it was just kind of a stinker. Another fart in church. Indeed. Farts in church. It's what we're all about here on WrestleMania 39 night two. Cass Lush, what did you think? Man, you know, no disrespect to women's wrestling. You know, one of my favorite. WrestleMania moments is is Becky Lynch main event and uh I I use this time I, I have a Nintendo Switch and I gotta be honest I was the whole time I was watching WrestleMania I was playing my Nintendo Switch but I was looking up at the TV a lot during this match I was playing Mario Sunshine and I actually beat it during this match I wasn't paying attention <laughs> at all I do know that I saw I, know, uh, I saw your video of you beating Mario Sunshine dude, so that's right? crazy that you did that I, during this I can't Wait, believe it what? happened. I've been video of you beating Mario Sunshine? I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah he did. Mario Sunshine. It was so hard that game. It pissed me off so much. Uh, I just it was weird. It looked like uh, Rousey like was never in the match, but then came in at the very end. From what I saw, I didn't I didn't watch too much about it. It, it was just like y'all said, it was stuck thrown together. It, like didn't I, I'm not. You know, bad. I don't. Why yeah, is bad. that taking up WrestleMania time? Just yeah. they were just trying to be like we're having women on. You know, make yeah. make it make more sense. You know, because women in wrestling they've already proven. They're just as good as the guys, you know. Yeah. Look at look at what we've done in the past with Charlotte and Becky and and yeah. uh, hey, Sasha Bailey and, and Sasha NXT. Bailey and Sasha. I mean, Jesus, that was like yeah. so good. And they so, didn't even no let Shotzi use her tank for her entrance. Hey now, but that yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. I mean, what? Yeah. It's a power wheel. It, you know, it would be a twelve minute long entrance. 
That was yeah, a Vince call, a Vince call, but I think it's time for Jessica to give us the vaginal perspective. I agree. Let's go. I love women's wrestling. I need the writers to prove to me that they love women's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. The women work hard, but when the passion and the story isn't there and people are getting thrown together, to me, that's a state fair show. I could go see that at the state fair at three o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. I need more than that. I want them all to have different arcs. I want them to grow. I want them to be able to really hone in. Um, here's where the UFC thing comes in. Both Shayna Baszler and um, Ronda Rousey are former UFC fighters. They're former MMA fighters. They weren't in the match to begin with. Then on Twitter, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey starts fucking flapping her bitchy ass mouth about, you know, not being involved and not, you know, being taken seriously. I believe with some of the shit she said, but then like for her to go off on Twitter and then to come in and give us that work in a match, that shit was so fucking lazy. Um, she wasn't in for most of it. Then she comes in. It's like, if you're going to fucking bitch about not being in it, make me want to watch you. Why the fuck were you out of the ring for most of it when you clearly could have made yourself the star? You know you're going to fucking win, so prove it. Prove to me that you need to be included in future matches because I'm sick of seeing you. Yeah. Um, Shotzi, she needs to go back to NXT for a while. I, she does better there. She could keep her take, her character. I, I think it would help NXT and the they women need, Yeah, there. they need her. They need her. Yeah. Um, she's getting lost in the sauce. Um, everybody else, you know, they're doing their work and they're all trying to get their time. And, um, I'm kind of sad Dewdrop wasn't in it because I feel like she would have added a lot more. Like there would have been a lot more things, but it just, it, you're right, y'all. Like definitely a beer and a half just because they're women, but half of that beer I was pouring, imagining pouring over Ronda Rousey's fucking head. <laughs> I was mad. It was, just, it was just fucking lazy. 100% Vince. That was a fucking Vince shit. And I, I was, bleh. I mean, oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Dewdrop is back to being Piper Nevin now, right? No, that is correct. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she sorry. Is. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is now finally Piper. Which I agree. Nevin, but which yeah. I agree. Which would have been great because I feel like yeah. that would have been because better, she. Yeah. I mean, she had this amazing match, you know, a while ago, and finally got her name back, and she, Agreed. you know, she's like, "Hey, I'm ready." At fucking push her. I yeah. want her up. I, I agree. Up there, she well, deserves Vince it. Vince wasn't gonna allow her to be in that match. That's true. I mean, that's a whole other fucking element of everything right there, to be honest. And here's the other thing. Aside from Rhea and Charlotte, the best women's match that happened this weekend was the NXT women's ladder match. It was fucking great. And I know not everybody watched it, but it was fucking great. So they have talent in the company and some of them whose names are established that they clearly could use. But instead, we get this fuck fest because um, I don't know who maybe used to be in the UFC and who maybe – Bought WWE on the same weekend. Ooh, yep. Odd, huh? That's literally what I just said. They treated. We'll get to that though. They acted like that towards Ronda Rousey though before this whole thing. When I mean, they 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 have a hard on for Ronda Rousey. So well, yeah. I I always thought they just had a hard on for the UFC, and I think that's honestly why a lot of this finalized the way that it did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they ended up in bed together. Who would have (laughs) thought? Who would have called it? 
I mean, I just expected Vince to pay him off to get him to shut up before they ended up letting everybody know they're in bed together, you know? But Dana, Dana White <laughs> and Vince at WrestleMania 40. Yes. Hair versus Four. hair. Power slap. Wait, can't do that. Up for Pube the next thing. <laughs> My favorite match, and really the only match that I absolutely loved off of night two, which was for the Intercontinental title, a three-way motherfucking certified I hate to even use the term banger because of what they did with the fucking tag team name, but it was a certified banger all the way fucking through and through. Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Gunther. I absolutely loved it. The result was right. Everything about it hit hard. Coming off of what they did in the beginning of the show, it really, to me, brought everything up for what, to me, was really the only up point of the entire night, as it turned out. I have a hard time not giving this a six pack. There's a couple reasons that I won't, but I am going with a solid five. I thought it was great. They did what they needed to do. I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. Wex breaking the loss. And what did you think? I mean, dude, besides a little whiff kick on the beginning of the match, it's a fucking six, six pack certified. Goddamn. Like you said, banger best match of night two, best match of the fucking weekend. My, it was just an absolute masterpiece. And like you said, a perfect way to the end. The ending is perfect. Just those three motherfuckers put in work. And Gunther, my my bold prediction, he's future world champion. And yeah, dude, six beers all the way. I absolutely love this match. Favorite match of the whole weekend. I loved it. That makes sense to me. I like it a lot. Cass Lush, what do you think? IC title. Yeah, man. I love the IC title. I love what they're doing with it. Uh, I give it five beers and one Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been following what's going on with this whole story. Haven't been a fan of the uh, Gunther guy that much, but uh, I loved it. I love Drew McIntyre. I love Sheamus. I, I, it was a great, it was a great match. I, I just, I haven't been following the story that long, so I don't have much to say about it. And you know, triple threat matches are always hard. You know, there's always a guy on the outside, and you know, it's a triple threat match. But they did a good job. It's hard to do that, and and you know, five beers and a mic's hard. Hey, it's about as good as you can do in a triple threat. That's true. It's hard to do better. Hard to do better. Mr. Yeah. Nodal, Daniel John Schaefer, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, this is the highest the Intercontinental title has been on the WrestleMania card in the past 10 years. And it's sad to say that, but it's true. And I, I think it's awesome. I, and I, listen, I am uh, the biggest mark for that white IC title that Cody Rhodes brought back the OG Mr. Perfect title. We all love it, but I gotta be honest, man. I really like this design. I do like this. I new like good. it. I like, I like it. it. It's, it's a good title. I, I, I like it. I think Gunther is amazing. I love this. I, I love the match. I genuinely thought now because of my booking brain, I thought that Gunther should have lost here to Sheamus. I thought Sheamus, it should have been, you know, Sheamus gets his moment. He gets he his IC so title for the first time. And Gunther becomes this massive heel that's, you know, big enough to take on the world. And he's going to take on Mr. American flag. And we're going to go, we'll get to that when we get there. So I was a little, little off on the booking in my opinion. Um, but the match itself, nothing to argue about. I mean, the, the match was great. I mean, we talked about it last week. I mean, you know, you got, you already know you have the chemistry with Gunther and Sheamus and then you add Drew McIntyre, who has just been booked poorly, but we know can go in the ring and he definitely did deliver. He raised his, stock. everybody, everybody looked better in this match. Everybody raised their stock from this match. And that's the, that is what the IC title is for. That is what it is supposed to be. And it delivered. I mean, yeah. So five and a half for me, five and a half. And I will say, I definitely last week shit on the prospect of Drew McIntyre being involved. 
and said that I didn't think that it was going to help anything. He proved me wrong. I thought it was great. That's just my opinion. Ms. Rosenberg, thoughts? I have so many thoughts. Me and Big E literally tweeted almost the same image, but it was, you know, meanie men slapping meats. It was like a gif of different meats getting slapped. And I was like, I see you. Um, I feel like it's naughty that I like Gunther <laughs> because he's Austrian like and I'm Jewish. <laughs> but like, uh, knowing he's a former fat kid and he loves getting smacked, he has to. <laughs> that motherfucker has to enjoy pain. Ain't no way about it. He's got a red room and I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to literally slap him around because I know it would be fun. Um, I also I love my little ginger Seamus. Love him so much. It was great. I love how red and welted his chest gets it 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 does something it it makes me really really love wrestling um i called it at uh the royal rumble they're gonna try to push him they're gonna try to push gunther because why would they have somebody last so long not to like try to you know bring him up and i think he yeah. deserves it he's worked really hard um i wish he would drop the coat that he wears it's just a little too on the line for me yeah i <laughs> hey i thought the same thing that was but weird. like i i would love him like to maybe coat. i like the coat i'm sorry i i know but it's just I'm also so german close, so I don't know. like so close um <laughs> Uh, you know, but I, I, I would Vince have to assume that he's not, you know, a bad guy. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, right. Yeah, I. We hope. But I love the match. Um, I am pouring beer all over me. It's a twenty-four pack. I am about it. Oh hell yeah! I love it. I love it. I am glad that we're you know pretty much all, no matter what we can say about it, do enjoy it. I love seeing the IC title in the spotlight. For fuck's sake! I mean, that's what it needs to be. Uh, coming up next, Raw Women's title, Asuka versus Bianca Belair. I think we all called how I was going to feel about this one. I, it wasn't a bad match. Look, I really didn't feel like it was a bad match. I don't feel like there's anything that was overtly not good about it other than to say I don't feel it was WrestleMania worthy in terms of what happened in between the ropes, and maybe that's just me. I don't know, but I went two and a half on this one. I, again, I can't really outwardly say anybody sucked, but it just was different to me. Not really what I dug. Uh, KG Castellas, what did you think? Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Man, let me think. I did watch this match. Um, you know, nothing's really popping out to me. I can't even – I know I watched it, but that does that tell you anything? I don't uh, – man, I don't know. Yeah. I really did. I, I, don't, I don't remember it. So it wasn't memorable. That's my that's my opinion on it. <laughs> I think some of that has to have been the story too. Yeah, you know, like there just wasn't a lot that led. There wasn't anything to make a package out of it. I don't. I know. love it, both. I love both of them. So I mean, I really do. But you know, nothing really sticks out. It was. I know it wasn't bad, but yeah. Tis what it is. Tis what it is. I don't have much on it. Mister Know It All. I'm going to shoot to you next. Yeah, I mean the match was okay. Uh, the bell to bell wasn't bad, um, but there's not. There was just not enough writing to make this, you know, noteworthy. There, it, and it's not any fault of the the wrestlers. Like the the actual work was was okay, 
Uh, it wasn't phenomenal. It was pretty good. Uh, it would have been better if there was any kind of emotional investment, but there just isn't because Asuka's not a heel, and they keep trying to make her a heel, but she's not. And at this point, you should have given Belair a bona fide heel because she needed to be fed a real heel at this moment, uh, and she wasn't. Um, and that's a miss on their part. It's not any part of the talent, but yeah, I mean, I'll give it two beers because the match was okay, but just no one cared about it. Yeah, makes sense to me. Absolutely. Miss Rosenberg, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. I cared about it. Well, somebody cared about it. Right. I cared about it. All right. Um, let's start with Bianca's entrance with the amazing divas of Compton doing their dance. Um, I want to take a minute. I know everyone's probably heard by now and little sweet baby angel. I'm so sorry. You'll never hear this, but I'm sorry that I don't know your name. Um, the little girl at the end, uh, the contortionist found out that same day that, um, she had lost her mom and she decided to still compete and not miss an opportunity. And I want to say how remarkable it is to be that young and to have that opportunity. Um, and, The storyline here, it doesn't matter who Bianca was facing because it's Bianca's story. It's the history that she is making as a black female wrestler. Um, It is how um, she is unapologetically black, is unapologetically a woman, is um, an unapologetically showing her culture and being the best role model that she could be for little black girls and girls of color all around the world. Like there are so many adult women who on the Twitter, my Twitter feed were like, I wish I had someone like that when I was their age. Um, I love that she made her own outfit. The call out to the Hollywood um, walk of fame. The star was beautiful. Um, She has now won three times at WrestleMania or appeared three times at WrestleMania. She's the longest running black woman to do that. Longest running black woman to have that belt. Um, I I think y'all are crazy that you can't remember anything from the match because it, it may have not been the most remarkable. And it could be because you're all, you know, white men in it and it doesn't necessarily call to you, but being as a woman yeah. and, and, and loving, um, who she is as a person and what she stands for. Um, it's just really something beautiful that, um, WWE has really been lacking, you know, in sports in general. So it's just really beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see. Um, there is story there. There is history there. You just kind of have to be in tune with it. I feel like I just wish the writing was better for her opponent. Like it's not her. Like I, I I just think Oscar's the wrong choice. That's all. Yeah. I can yeah. agree with that. And I just have one more. I have a question, actually. I so was like 10 beers it, deep, it was, too. It was Asuka, <laughs> Bianca, and the female ref. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I can see her face, but yeah. Wait, I don't, oh, I, Daphne. I don't know. So yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And so is that the first WWE or even WrestleMania, any match where there was no white person at all? Was that the first non-white female uh no I, I think sasha banks oh non-white yes i think yeah, so. yeah. Sasha yeah banks and, non, and non-white meaning like no nobody in the ring right. during that was sasha, so sasha and bianca had a white female referee yeah so, so that was all that was the first all oh, female god forbid 
But yeah. then they did that also with uh, Charlotte and Rhea the night before, and a ring announcer was also a female. However, not the race aspect. The yeah, I think the, it was, the they were all yeah. people of color. You know, yeah. predominantly two black females, That's and cool. then you yeah. know, I thought that was cool, and I and I didn't really see many people mention that, so I thought that was a really cool call out too, um, cool. because this WrestleMania really had some diversity in there, which we could always have more, and I'm sure. excited to see where it goes. But I thought it was great, and I thought it had its place and its purpose, and it did what it was supposed to do. Bianca was supposed to win no matter what. Yeah. And and I just want to say, if you fucking listen to this and you talked any shit to Asuka, like if you were a racist, xenophobic piece of shit that told her to go back to Japan or that, you know, just to call her ugly fucking names, fuck you. I hope you diarrhea every single day for your life. And I literally hope you never have sex again. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> great Thank points God. and great perspective. Thank God Seriously. none of us did that. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I missed out on really all of points. that. <laughs> good, good all right, let's get in the meat and taters. Let's get oh, in the meat and taters. I didn't get to talk okay. about this match. Okay, okay. Sorry, Wex. Sorry, Mr. Wex. Lawson. Let's and I want to say, Jessica, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you because Asuka is my favorite uh, women's wrestler of all time, and she went, Oh, and fucking five at this WrestleMania. And I thought the match itself was great. Bianca's a great wrestler. Asuka's great. But I do not think that she was meant to win it automatically, no matter what. That was the outcome. I think this was Asuka's turn to get that fucking WrestleMania win finally, even if she lost it at Backlash or whatever else, back to Bianca. She needed this WrestleMania win. That really just. Mm, I was. I, I was and I the whole time. Do you think it's kind of like. More of like the Mick Foley aspect where like everybody loves you. Mick Foley hardly won, right? So like is it that kind of idea where you think that like they're always going to put – they're always going to root for you. They're always going to want you to win because you're great. But like people were – I don't know. I I just think that like yes, it's her time but not against Bianca and I think something needs to happen. If, at first my opinion was that it was supposed to be Oscar so that Bianca could have a vacation. But now I think with, you know, the bloodline hitting their milestones, I think they're going to try to do the same thing for her and, and really create some history. I think Oscar barely speaks English <sighs> and the character doesn't necessarily resonate with a whole lot of people. However, it does come across as this like mystical character to conquer. And I think that that is probably the reason that they decided to use her because it was a little bit of a threat, even though they can't fucking properly make her a heel because everybody likes her. And yeah. therein lies the issue with the story. They could have easily uh, put Bianca yeah. against anybody. If Bianca and Bailey did that match at Mania, I'm sorry, even though Asuka is also my favorite women's wrestler, it would have been better. I don't know. Asuka should have fucking got it. 0 5 at WrestleMania is that bullshit. Ever since the undefeated streak and losing to Charlotte. She's due her fucking flowers at this point, is all I'm saying. Bianca's I great. I just watched a Bianca on Complex full-size run shoe thing with her husband like from a while back, like six months ago. And she's great. I love Bianca. Tennessee, Knoxville, but it's 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 Asuka. Like, Speaking of getting their fucking flowers, can we please, please <laughs> bust this nut? We have been edging all fucking show, okay? All show. Can we Let's please just dive into this? Let's do it. Match? Let's go for it. Asuka should have won, though. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. There's not one last match. There's actually three, technically. Um, one three. we don't really have to talk about very much, which would be what was supposed to be Shane McMahon and The Miz, and then became Snoop Dogg and The Miz, and yeah, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Hey, just let me, say, let me say this about that. 
when Shane McMahon like got hurt, I didn't know if it was real or not, and I genuinely was laughing like so hard, like belly laughs. Like, there's no way that this shit is like real, but it was, and I was like, just I, I, I legit was like laughing one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. I like, went to the bathroom because I, I assumed the Shane McMahon entrance was going to be longer, and it wasn't. And then I just saw Snoop Dogg like running the ropes like B. Arthur. And I was he like... He did a leapfrog and just crumpled it. Yeah, it was the worst thing. And <laughs> I was like, sorry, I don't know what just funny, happened. But it's funny, but it's funny. It's... I think it's a rite of passage to tear your quads if you're remotely related to the McMahon family. Yeah. Uh, or Kevin Nash. Yeah. Another, another thing to come up on after that, though, you can't forget, I hated this while I watched it, but... Fucking Edge and Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. I love that everybody's reaction is pretty similar. Because when I was looking, uh, to be honest, I thought we were still talking about just the main. But uh, Edge, Balor, Hell in a Cell. I'll say this much. That hard way was fucking difficult to watch because it was very clearly a hard way. They would have never fucking planned that the way that it happened at all. Bummer. Uh, It's just a bummer because the match could have been great. It could have been. It was and on still, pace to be great. To be fair for what they did, I still think that they pulled it out like as, as best as they could. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. The brood edge thing, I, it was funny once, but like there's really not any reason for that to have happened just now without like with the way that they did it. Whatever the disco mirror ball fucking entrance mask thing was is bordering on Scott Steiner at this point, and I'm tired of seeing it. And Finn would have been way better off to leave the Balor or the demon thing just by the wayside. I just don't think that, that should have even been an element in the match. I think that he Agreed. stood to succeed more moving forward without that part of things. So I have to give it at least three beers just because I know they fucking worked hard. But it's still – God, it was difficult to watch. I don't know. Why? Don't why stop for the color though? Like why yeah. stop? You, it's all, you already – he's already – like compl- his whole body is black. He's yeah. already got paint all over him. What does it matter? Just let the blood happen. Just I let think it, it happen the- and finish Dude, the match. I look. A lot of people were saying let it bleed, but did you see his injury? Did you see Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes? Let it bleed. That would have literally made the match legendary. Let it bleed. Yeah, a hundred percent. There and yeah. also the parent company is the UFC, where blood is their green dollar color. Like they are now. But still. They that might actually be time. a good thing. It might be a good thing. It might be a good thing. I I hope that we bring blood back. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I'm agree. You okay, buddy? You you look like you're waiting. You like you got something to say. Wex, what's yeah, up this, is, it, is, it, is it my turn? Yeah. Well, fuck. This match, uh, I had higher expectations for it. Started off very high. Slayer, south of heaven, edge, and you're like, oh, yeah. Then he has the weird mask, so you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, cool, sick, could be sick. And dude, like Finn, the demon character went from like something so fucking cool, so fucking sick to a goddamn joke. Like that entrance was whack as fuck. The slow motion smoke dancing. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like ever since Roman Reigns with the assist from God made him fall off the top rope, the the demon's been buried. And this is the culmination of the burying of the demon. It was trash. And then, just like you said, dude, 
the hard way stoppage ruined, like literally it ruined it. It killed ruined the, the match. Momentum. I mean, it was yeah. already pretty whack with the colored weapons and all that bullshit. Ugh. Like that really just, what I was just like, dude, fuck are we doing guys? Shit. Like, dude, why do we have Crayola weapons in a hell? I was like, cell? Oh, they you, made you the went cell, back to the silver hell in a cell. Normal, yeah. But then they made the weapons fucking stupid. It was just, it was whack. There's a reason why I didn't want to talk about this. Jesse yeah. is a it. one, one beer. Dude, it one just, beer. No, it do it, one. My car, one beer. It's, it's a negative beer for me. This match, yeah. like, yeah, it's trash. What it could have been, okay, was not. And just like you said, if they don't let him bleed, beer. it could have been, like you said, legendary. Imagine just like, dude, it would have been so sick. It could have been up there, legendary WrestleMania matches, but it's down there with one of the worst fucking dud dissa fucking appointments. Trash. Yeah. Go back to the draw. Man had too much in this. Yeah, Hell in a Cell WrestleMania should have been should have been great. I mean, you know, it's, you never get a Hell in a Cell WrestleMania, really. I mean, it, it's uh, terrible. Nobody went terrible. off the top. Nothing. Terrible. Yeah. Fuck you. Terrible. Terrible. I, terrible. I mean, I feel like Finn probably would have gone off the top if he hadn't got his wig fucking split. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cody would have did it. Cody would have fucking did it. Hey, well, we'll get to Cody in a goddamn Don't, minute. This is what I'm talking Look. about with the edging, Lex. You got to stop that. <laughs> You gotta stop I'll, it. I'll say my piece and then we can fucking move on. Okay. Um, I, I, Slayer came on and I got ready to pop. I'm like at the edge of my seat, ready to get up. And then I just sat back down. Yeah. I was like, surely we're going to, if it's going to be brood edge, we're going to get forever. Brood. And you know, nothing happened. And I'm like, whatever. And then I fucking hate the demon. I think it's dumb. So uh, dumb. This I've... one, especially. Looked like um, when you're at Burning Man, but I have to be at WrestleMania by five. Hate it's it. like, what are you do- like? What are you doing? Put it. that Hate shit it. in a trunk. Never put liked a the demon. around Never it. Liked it. It was. Du- I I will say the makeup this time was really good because it didn't as smudge as much as it used to. But just leave it alone, Finn. L- let it Never die. Let it. it go. Let that bleed. Let the demon bleed and and deflate and go away. Um. But yeah, I it was whatever. I it, there was like no interference, no like, you know. It, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I mean, I think Fucking that's the best. It sucked. I'm I mean, gonna give the best it sentiment is like I'm gonna give it one Smirnoff ice because I got iced during that match and ooh, I had to drink. Hey, something. love it. I mean, Edge's mask Let's did go. kind of look like a Smirnoff ice in its own little weird ass little way, but I, you know what? Honestly, I would, I would, I would rob him for that. I think it looks fucking cool. Well, uh, I would wear it. It's I would okay take that it sometimes. It's cool that sometimes we disagree. You know, that's kind of again. What we're <laughs> all here I to think about. that your old boy Finn Balor could probably do a lot, uh, do a nice little run over an AEW. Is all I'm saying. Probably. I don't think he's going to get more attention doing the WWE thing. I'll just throw exactly. it out there. I mean, what, what that, else are they going to do? Go back to that Bullet Club roost with all your boys and get it going. Just makes sense, man. Just makes sense. Then here's the thing. We only got one thing left to talk about at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that we all already know pretty much how everybody feels about it. But it is the main event of WrestleMania 39, night two, WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. Been building to it for a little while. We have the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble, Mr. Cody Rhodes, who's here to finish his story, which apparently is not the story that 
anybody really wanted. Going against the reigning and defending 931-day wrestles 10 times a year, undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Fast and Furious Champion, Mr. Roman Reigns. <laughs> and I think you guys can guess what I thought about this entire fucking thing. So, uh, yeah, it, for me, the, it, there's nothing that any – nothing could have saved the ending. Like they could have done everything possible and pulled it out in this match and and, and – it wouldn't matter The nothing could say the ending. The ending is not what it should have been uh, as evidenced by how they've already moved forward, even only for a day. So this is, I'm going to go goose egg just cause I can't, you know, I don't feel right giving it negative, but I'm going goose egg. This is a zero for me. Miss Rosenberg, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, some title with too many words. Um, the, Cody giving negative one the little belt off of him was really cool. Having the family there was a really cute nod. I did tear up a little bit. Um, So I really expected the whole bloodline procession to be longer because, you know, it's notoriously long. But, like, it didn't last as long because... It's like, I guess, you know, if you don't really have a family or like you're all kind of on the verge of breaking up, like, who knows? You know, it's just, he just had Solo there. Um, I, we, we all knew, right? Like, we, we like knew it in our bones. And I have some opinions on, on why it happened and, and things like that. Um, it, it, were you on the edge of your seat? Everybody was on the edge of the seat, right? Like it was a nail biter. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I. No, for sure. No, no. Yes, yes. I literally didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Um, and I. Do you guys want to give like your, like I'm just gonna say for me, I w- I would have to give it a solid three beers because it was entertaining. I didn't know what was gonna happen. So that's my answer. And then do you guys want to like discuss why it happened that way after you feel how you feel about how it went yeah. that way? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, go ahead. Cause yeah, three beers for me and I'll get into deeper details. So we're going two turns. That's fine. Yeah. Mr. Lawson. Hey, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and give it for what it was four beers because up until the ending, everything was brilliant, like the run-ins, the referee interference. I was calling this shit left and right before it was going to happen because it's just – it's classic, the nuances of pro wrestling. The only thing I got wrong was a rock interference, which I thought was just – I thought was written itself. It just – it wrote itself there, Hollywood and everything. But fuck, like not having Cody win, it just – like we got vinced. I, I literally said that because I was hanging out with my buddy Andy. We we're drinking, having a great time watching it, and I was like, "We just got fucking vinced, dude." He's, it's the writings on the wall. I saw the rumors about the shit like a few days before, before it was announced. I could, I could feel the vince in that ending. But I'm gonna go four beers. But besides, I, that, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. It, we know what it, we know what it should have been, but we got vinced. It's just, it, it's, it's. It's 2011 all over again. I'm going to go next. Sorry. I'm going to go next. 
We'll see you, Cass. I'm I'm, going to wrap all my stuff in because I got to go. So to Daniel, we started this shindig. How many? When did we start this, Daniel? Five years ago, man. Five years ago. And then you guys took off with it, and it's been fun. And I, I, I did so. I went back and watched so much wrestling. And Daniel, what about them notes I used to write on paper? Yeah, you were the OG, man. Wouldn't have the show without you. I I definitely wouldn't. Pages and pages. We would go back and compare. You know, it was a comparison. I would compare it. We would compare it to old shows, and I, I would do a lot. So, I go right after I say say this here. But, um, so I just wanted to, you know, say that about starting it. Love you. It was great. Got to do something else later down the road. Go learn a new hold. Yeah. All that. But this match with uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, I thought, I honestly would have bet money that part of Cody Rhodes' deal from coming from AEW to WWE involved winning the title at WrestleMania. Maybe it did. I thought... I, I would have thought like they shook his hand, maybe not on paper, but they said, you know, part of the deal, a handshake agreement, you're going to get the title at WrestleMania. The fact that he didn't win, so under the match itself, though, like Wex kind of just talked about, great. I mean, it was just a classic back and forth, you know, it reminded me of great that Shawn event. Michaels Undertaker. Classic main event WWE style. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah we can hear you. Okay, sorry. Um, it reminded me of that Shawn Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania 25. Just the 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 multiple finishing moves and then the kickups. I mean, it was that's exciting. Anytime you do that formula where you're hitting, you know, a spear, a Superman punch, one, two, and a kick up, it's just exciting. You you got to give it beers on that on that. You know yeah. what I mean? But the fact that Cody Rhodes didn't come out on top was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, and I hope he gets it later on down the road. But it, it, WrestleMania would have been would have been the best. Um, I'd love to hear what the rest of y'all got to say, but I got I got to head on. But I love you, Cass. All right, we love you, know, you, dude. I love all of you guys. This was fun. Too and, sweet. Uh, too too sweet. sweet. Too sweet. And we got vinced. We got. <laughs> All right, Peace. we love you, Cass. Thanks See for being you. on the last show, man. Thanks for starting the show yeah, with man. me. I love you. Love you. Bye. All right. Well, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and like just hop in here on on my vibe. Um, okay. So for me, um, all right. I want to I want to put you guys in an imaginary scenario, okay? Because to me, this is the best way I can try to ex- it's like describe it. Let's say you have a guy who is goat level world champion right he is the hottest heel in the business he has an amazing faction with him and you have a baby face who it's hard in this day and age to to get a baby face this hot and they got him this hot this quick because of everything else leading up into it right and then you you're you're in a situation where you're leading up to wrestlemania and WrestleMania is going to be like the 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 triumphant moment of this story. It's built perfectly. The writing that we all love the writing leading up to it, the entire crowd is with it. Everything is working perfectly, right? And then you get there. Now, do you know what I'm talking about? Cuz I'm talking about 
Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold, right? Oh, yeah. Now, let's pretend that Shawn Michaels never had that back injury, right? So we know he can keep going. What happens if at WrestleMania 14 they decide, you know what? Shawn's still good. Let's, let's just keep it on Shawn. Everyone thinks it's going to be Stone Cold. Let's keep it on Shawn. Do you think the Attitude Era explodes? Do you no. think that everything? Hell no. That Hell is what just no. happened. Are they going to get themselves out of it? Are they going to write themselves out of it? Yeah, because they're Coca-Cola now. They're Disney now. They're going to keep growing. I mean, Disney's put out tons of shitty movies after shitty movies after shitty movies. And all of a sudden, they come up with a hit, and it's great. And people love it, and it's the best movie of the year. Like, as far as, like, from a, from a crowd perspective, right? Like, WWE's going to do that. But this is, an, like, in an alternate timeline, you ruined the Cody Rhodes era. No matter what you do with him now, no matter what you do with him now, whenever he wins the title, it will not be as big as it could have been with this. It will not be. I'm not talking about burial. He wasn't buried. I'm not being a mark here. I'm saying that this is the moment to make him the guy. And you drop the ball so hard for a thousand days. Do you think that if, if Roman Reigns lost the title here, that it ruins Reigns and, and you've lost out, you've missed this big moment? Fuck no. Roman Reigns is goaded already. You did it. He's done. He doesn't need any more. He doesn't need to. He didn't need to win here. He did not need to win here. Dude, the only person Cody that he's Rhodes. going to pass is anybody that no one gives a fuck about in the modern age that these kids don't even know about. It has, it has nothing to do with past records, I don't think, at all. I think it just has to do with having an established dominant figure in Stupid. the modern era, but they already did. To Daniel's point, they already did. It wouldn't matter, fuck all, if Roman Reigns lost it here, took off for however much amount of time, and came back and got it. He would they still be the same. They needed the baby face. They needed the baby face right here. Now is the time that we need a baby face. We, like, it's just... I'm okay. I'm done after this. This show is so fitting. I mean this genuinely. I am a massive mark. I've been doing this show for five years. Over the past year, I haven't watched weekly at all. I'm only going off of the shit that I see and I talk about the matches that I have to talk about for this show, and that's it. I've not really truly enjoyed it. I've seen the Triple H writing uptick, and I've enjoyed and got my hopes up again. Once again, I got my hopes up. And now it's like I continue to watch this form of entertainment, and it continues to disappoint me. So who's wrong here? Are they wrong? No. I'm wrong to continue to watch this product when when it continuously lets me down. Even when it's an obvious slam dunk fucking win, they can't do it because they think they're clever? Because they think it's some – I don't – there's no way you fix this. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Makes yeah. sense. Jessica. Okay. Let me run something by you. AEW pay-per-view. What is Cody smash? The throne. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Not at no, all. let me say it makes sense. I'm going to like, Charlie Day spiderweb this bitch. Triple H got his lick back. I didn't come up with that. I want to shout out at Hearts and at All Elites Keeks 
on Twitter. They're my wrestling buds. It makes so much sense. Do you really think you can leave WWE, raise up a whole company, and not take a couple of licks before they put you over? Do you think you can just swoop right in even after an amazing match with Rollins and recover? Do you not think you could have your biggest moment and have that be taken away from you? Because, bitch, that was a telenovela. Like, wrestling is essentially a soap opera. Soap opera stories don't end. There's no end to the story. The Mm -hmm. only end to the bloodline is going to be the bloodline. When you get a new character introduced, who's more likely to betray you, the new character or family? Jay is going to take out Roman Reigns, and then Cody will fight Jay, and then Cody will be over. No, he won't. No, By beating Jay Uso? Fuck no. No. Just, it may not it may, it may not play out that way, but what I do know for sure, Jay is taking out Roman. It's gonna happen. Uh, that's not happening. That's not no. That's they not blew it okay. not letting it's Sammy the, and or rock. Cody. Now it's the rock. It has to there's no one else. There's no one else to take it off of Roman now. It's gotta be the rock. There's I nobody else. Care there's takes nobody else. Gonna be him. They and I think it all that's up. why they he shit lost the, bed. the belt. Unless it's fucking Conor McGregor. Or some matter. goofy shit like it. that. I, I guess yeah, we should maybe transition into Raw after Mania, which was goddamn probably the most disappointing Raw after Mar- Raw after WrestleMania ever. I could transition into it if I had any interest in watching it after they completely butt fucked that ending, and I didn't I have watched, any interest, so I didn't watch it. I watched it. I was watching it. I kept trying to watch it. I kept turned off and goes. I kept saying like, "Oh, this actually fucking sucks," and I go to like the Grizzlies game, and I'd be like, "Oh, let, let, let's just see what's going on." Then it just kept sucking, and then I watched a review, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm right. Why did I even try to watch this bullshit?" Same with you, Jesse. It was just a waste of time. No debuts, no new anything. They kept like, you know, rumors were Jay White's gonna debut with WWE Raw after Mania, and as we saw, he debuted on Dynamite after Mania. That was Just, a smart choice for him. I think a lot him. of people got wind yeah. over the weekend smart of the choice. Vince shit. We got rumors of people like Bailey, other top superstars being done with the company because a lot of people came back specifically because Vince was not in charge. And now we got Vincent Price, Vince McMahon, looking like a 1920s fucking movie villain going to tie a lady to a train track before we end this podcast. Like he's, uh, he's, uh, he looks like he's playing it up. Heal as a motherfucker right now. The company is over, dude. The company is over. The company will never be what we... The company will never... uh, We started this show as kayfabe comparisons. We were watching shows from back in the day that made us fans and comparing them to modern shows, right? That was the whole point of this show. And now, there's no... That company's dead. The company that... The Mr. Perfect company, the Bret Hart company, the Shawn Michaels company, the Stone Cold company, it's dead. It's dead. We have a new company now, but it's dead. It's and and it's going to be different, and people are going to attach to it, and it's going to keep going, and that's fine. It's going to be a new generation, and but they're not. I mean, and that's fine. They'll forget about they'll forget about the Rock. They'll forget about Stone Cold. They'll forget about Hulk Hogan. They'll forget about everybody, and that's fine. That's okay. That's the way the world works. I mean, time is time. I mean, media is media, and shit. That is what happens. But like, this is a fitting end because it's like I I. I, I like maybe I'm aging out because they always talk about that 18 to like 40 like dim, demo and it's like I just maybe this is why 
maybe this is why. Maybe because like you make us invest because your shit was good for a time. And then we get so into it and we know how good it can be. And we want it to be so good. And then it's not. And it's just what why? Why am why? Why am I still watching this? You know, like what what is what am I what am I gonna get from this other than disappointment and exactly and, and anxiety and, and anger like it's just angst like I, if i'm gonna if i want this much anxiety though. and disappointment i'm just gonna stick to my regular real sports because at it least did. i know that that's at least gonna be a little bit more up and down you not not so predictable but hey at least we got shit like aw new japan impact all the good indies. We got alternatives in pro wrestling these days. This but isn't like ten to fifteen years ago where they're like, they're it's not the same thing, but just less accessible. Not the same. It's not the same thing because it's not on as broad of a table. I don't care what TV deal anybody has. TV it is not anymore. on as broad of a table. No matter how good the storylines may be, I said it first and I mean it again. AEW did the smart thing this week with Dynamite. They had a really big yeah, debut that is the talk of the IWC, and it's the talk of a lot of people who – even maybe some casual fans. Not a lot, but some. But then also announcing that they're doing the refab with All really In and doing fucking it. fucking stadium, dude. Yeah, I mean that's one of oh. the most important fucking oh. places WWF ever threw a show, ever. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I ever did, and it it makes a lot of sense. They're being smart. However, I defy anybody to prove to me that AEW is grabbing – more than a maybe at best a couple hundred thousand casual fans ever. I don't think that we've already discussed this. They're HBO. WWE yeah. is Disney. It's the the hardcore, more mature, like That's drawn true. in fans. I mean, and they just don't. There, there's no desire to tell a story. No, that HBO, matters. HBO is not selling out stadiums two nights in a row. They're yeah. not doing that. And yeah. they're, they're but never they are it. selling out one stadium one night, and that's fine. It's cool because it's there. But and that's going to be sustainable. We're going to get product for years and yeah. years to come, and I'm I'm sure, all for but it. You're also, but you're never going to get AEW is never going to be at a point where it's like the big five. They're not doing stadiums eight or eight or ten times a year. Well, that's fine yeah. with me. The stadiums need to be safe for special events. Like I agree. Like like all in. Like a very cool like rant. Like I mean, I'm still going to watch wrestling. Thing. And so AEW is my next best bet. But I don't expect anything from AEW because I don't have anything built there. Yeah. So it's like if they have a bad show, it's like well. I don't have anything really invested. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I'm not, you know, it's, it's not, I always I'm want wrestling. I'm actually be, invested in AEW. That's, that's my favorite yeah, weekly yeah, yeah, wrestling yeah, show. Yeah. And you always have been since the day you started on the show, which I admire. That's the only one I look forward to watching every week. Like out of all of them, I'm thinking about subscribing to honor club because I've always loved ring of honor pre AEW. And that's what I like to watch. And Good for you, dude, Can't I'm like, that. I like that they're in that, that at least level of, Revenue that they're not going anywhere. They're going to be there. They're just kind of like that sick, high level, better than TNA alternative. Yeah. Another thing you do have to consider, they have the same problem that WWE does now based coming out of WrestleMania. They need a fucking solid baby face. They seem like they're working on it with Adam Cole, but not hard enough. Adam Cole could and very may well be the guy. He has all the tools. He could be the next big baby face. And if not, I mean, you, you could, there, there's so many options wrestling. You got stars building up and I'm looking forward to, we got a person that we've seen in their infancy load up to be what she has become today. Billy Starks taking on Jake Cargill for the TBS championship. 
it's gonna rule. people don't know. I mean, people are saying it's going to be an automatic win, which of course it probably will be a win. But that is a fucking that's a that's such a booster right there. That's a huge step, and I that's, do think that some of these smaller companies. Sick. I love that, especially that smaller companies have been able to. We got to call her when she was, you know, in Centerville, Tennessee, versus AE fucking W. Crazy, fucking crazy, right there. Some and if it wasn't for the show, those- we it 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 probably would have never happened. We're all we're all here together. This is the last one, you know that you know the king of interruptions had to just keep keep going. I mean, hey, we're here. We're, we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> I love you, X. I love you so you much. You know, I I I think that WWE is always going to be there, right? I don't think this is the end of it. Obviously, I think that. For me, it's like every 10 years, I walk I walk away for what feels like forever because I can't care about it anymore because something just so atrocious that I'm just like, I fuck this. I'm going to take a break. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen for you. I You'll come back. Maybe. You'll have your break. You won't have to watch matches. You won't have to take notes. You can take your break. And when you are just like, you'll hear something cool happened and you'll check out to see, you'll catch up on what's been going on and you'll be right back. I hope um, so. I, I think that'll happen because it's, it's something that's just always there. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it cycles through. It's really, really fucking great. It's dog shit. Um, but even the jo- dog shit, it's still wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a pizza. Even the worst yeah. pizza is still fucking pizza. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, it's still a tombstone. It, you know? Yeah. 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 Who fucking cares? Jax. It's like, yeah, a dollar Kroger pizza. It's still a fucking pizza with a crispy bread. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I don't. I I don't want anybody to get upset. I don't want anybody to be like, oh, fuck it, I'm done with this. You're, But you're allowed to be. You're allowed to take a break from the things that you love yeah. when something fucked up happens. Yeah. When you get Vinced, when you get Vinsario'd, you God, can take Vince. a fucking break. Yeah, I got Vin- Vincente'd. And so for me, it's, uh, it's listen, it, I don't I don't want to sound like a bummer. I, I also just, like, I, I just want to, I, I want to, I want to put a bow on me. And it's like, I just feel like, I have been doing this. I've been dedicating a lot of my life to this for the past five years, especially. And it's just like, when you, I mean, if you listen to last week's episode too, it's like, we literally were like, I remember we got to the moment where I was like, we keep talking about like this, like it's a sure thing, but they might fuck it up. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And they did. And it's just, it's, I just, there's never going to be a good enough excuse to me for this one. And I'll, and again, like, and this might be like, this might just be the straw of the camel. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it's not, I'm not saying like, this is the worst thing to ever happen in wrestling. I'm not saying that, but like, as a fan, it's not the, even to me, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened, but it is the last thing. Like, you're right. I might come back and like it, but I will never be, like Mr. Know-it-all now again. I'll never be like this. Unforgivable. Again. It's not no, that's not that, that's what I mean though. It's not just this one thing. It's like there's yes. so many things throughout my lifetime that it's just like I don't there's no Is this I, rival you I will not invest come in, in Hogan. No, no, it's a different I was fucking I don't know, 9 when that happened. So it's very different. Like 
the, be- like- the, the best way I can describe it is the way I kind of laid it out earlier with like WrestleMania 14 and Sean and, and Austin. It's like if Sean would have won, plenty of the crowd would have been like, oh, this is great. If Sean hadn't had the back injury, people would have been like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. Sean's the best. Love the DX right now. And DX was – everything was cool. This It's this kind of the same thing. It would have been okay. It would have been fine. It would have never gotten to where it would have gotten though. Like this is just these – it's – like to me it's not even debatable. Like this is the wrong choice. Like it's not – this is the wrong choice. And no matter – from a business perspective, from a media and like um, – uh, from a media and distribution, like the, the opportunities that you have in other multimedia with this baby face, like Cody Rhodes on hot ones would be perfect. It'd be perfect. He'd be so good. And I mean, hundreds of millions of people, like the opportunities that you have with a massive baby face again, after this merger, like everything lines up and you even even with the announcement of the merger, like Cody Rhodes is the right guy here. Yeah, it's and then and so Cody stupid. Rhodes even solved racism. So I mean, <laughs> I mean the black wife does Cody help. I'm not gonna say, lie. Yeah, the black yeah. wife nah, does I just, help. That I'm not gonna nobody's lie. ever gonna let him live down that fucking promo. But uh, yeah, I mean it's still it's still a good I mean, joke to make. And you got your dead friend's kid in the front row. You're talking oh, about John I mean, Cena losing in front dude, of the Make a Wish kids. That's why I was oh, like, no dude, shit, negative right? one. God damn. On AE, an AEW contracted talent on WWE TV, you're gonna give him the fucking belt, right? And, and isn't he like 12 now though? So got like six years left or some shit. Yeah, it's so working, crazy because we're gonna be talking about this and like back when I when I when as Jessica said like when I finally start getting the itch again, like negative one will just be like coming in as a wrestler. I'm gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, he's gonna be. Well, it's gonna be like that's what's gonna draw me back in. <laughs> It's gonna be I, negative I mean, one and uh, what's his name? Nick Wayne, the young dude who got like Nick the Wayne. pre-contract. Yeah. They're gonna be like Nick Wayne will be like almost other. thirty at that point, though. You know, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it, I would never wish anybody's death, but I feel like Jesus. The only thing that's going to kind of resuscitate a lot of people's love for WWE is when Vince dies. No, yeah. oh yeah. Won't happen. I think a lot of people are going to come back. I I will. It's going to be good. I you know. When I, I know think, for a fact he can't influence. When I know for a fact he can't influence, I will probably come back. Do yeah, you motherfuckers exactly think like, that yeah, Gomez like, Adams doesn't have a way lined up to influence after he dies? I'm sorry, but I think that's a pipe dream. Dude, yeah, I I, I totally I totally agree with both of you. It's just uh, man, just knowing the fact that he could even from his like hooked up to the fucking hospital to all the shit he's still fucking booking smackdown if oh. you know that's happening you're like nah I'm, I'm not quite there but uh, yeah once he's gone for sure and we know that it's like officially triple h's wwe and yeah. not a little nxt eight month tease yeah it is what it is but you know either way i gotta say I still love wrestling to the point that what probably ends up happening for me is continuing to watch Dynamite. And then also I really want to be able to actively follow companies like MLW because I do think that that is kind of in terms of being a strictly wrestling fan, not on the broader scale, just a fucking nerd, that that's the kind of stuff that I like more. And then old shit. I still get a kick out of going and finding old pay-per-views that I either never watched or I watched like once or twice and don't remember anything from. I still love that shit. Yeah, that's fun still to me. I agree. So I, but I can I, also get nostalgia value out of that. 
You know yeah, what I mean? That, that part of it, I'm yeah. never going to give up. The yeah, documentary that, game. Right. That part is, will never go away for me. You're right. That'll never go away for me. Documentaries will never go away for me. The documentary like, game right. is stronger than it ever has been right now. And yeah. a lot of the A&E ones, don't get me wrong, a lot of them suck. A lot of them are factually incorrect, and they're all produced by WWE. It's 50-50, though. Some of them are really good. Yep. Agreed. But there's still a lot of it to watch. And yeah. I can watch a wrestling documentary that sucks and pick out all the shit that's wrong about it yeah. and still have fun watching it. Agreed. Okay. That's because you, know. you like to dissect wrestling shit and because you know a lot, too. You know, you could be like, no, that motherfucker's lying. I remember this one interview back in 1975. I know that I think that I know a lot. <laughs> that, that. <laughs> I That's always a um, good mentality to have. Yeah, definitely right there. I think I'm going to give it until the draft. <laughs> Is the, are they doing a draft again? No. I think so. I've oh, already I said. I mean, it could fucking happen. Who knows? You know, with the merger, they could want to shake shit up. You They've know, already the said they're superstar not really. shake up. That's what's been called no, recently. That's an actual draft. Get rid of the branding. Just it yeah. needs to be one roster. Hey, you don't think these media rights? Are- I'm I'm not fucking like you said. Just like you, Daniel. I'm kind of over WWE. But let's 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 be honest. Every year, I'm gonna check out the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I kind of check out what's going okay. on at WrestleMania, okay. even if I'm not going to actually watch it. Let's make it. a pact. Let's make a pact. I'm not, I'm not, not even for the feed. This is for the four of us here. Let's make a pact. Okay. If I don't, I'm sure I'll be in the chat. I'm sure I'll be texting you guys, but like, if I don't do anything with wrestling and the next year, Royal Rumble will at least have the Skype call and talk about it. All right. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And then if it's good. You know, it won't be kayfabe comparisons, but it'll be on the feed, and maybe we'll talk about it. It'll be kayfabe classics, okay? I love it. Love it. Kayfabe catch That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. Definitely into it. Definitely Uh, into it. I mean, again, I'm I'm not going to stop reading about it. I can promise you that. So even the stupid little dumb shit that you don't see on a weekly basis. Yeah, I'll click on articles. That's that's true. That's true. I'll click on articles. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm I'm watching my wrestling news every day on YouTube, reading my articles, Twitter daily. Regardless, I'm gonna end up doing some. We're gonna end up doing some type of other podcast here in the future at some point. But until then, you can always find us on the internet. We can holler at you forever. Daniel, what's your favorite kayfabe comparison moment in the from the beginning mm. to now? Hmm. <sighs> I think probably uh, just some of my early days and like the I first like. Few... <laughs> no, no, Daniel? go ahead, Wex. No, I want to hear yours. I want to hear yours. Oh What's no, yours? just I like the early days whenever we were still doing commentary and it was just, I don't know, all those early fucking episodes were sick. Because we were wrestling was just like number one priority. Yeah. Going to Centerville, going to Tullahoma. It was, it was good times there. I gotta say, one of my favorite moments uh, never technically aired on our feed, but that one day that we spent just doing watch along commentary in Donaldson at Wexley's apartment, oh yeah, was a uh, fucking yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, watch some old yeah. uh, Pentagon Vampiro shit from Lucha Underground. That was a good time. Oh yes, favorite match yeah. of all time. Just love that shit. Yeah, for me, man, I, it's I feel like um, I feel like I'm a dad with multiple kids, where it's like I can't choose the one so i'll say like my uh, with me and wex or with me and Cass rather i think that my favorite moments from the original format were the happy hour ones that we would do um those were really fun where we would do like just trivia with each other and take drinks 
uh, and we had the crowd, like the uh, our listeners involved in it, and it was really, really fun. Um, that original lineup, I'll never forget those moments. Me and Cass will be friends for life because of it. Love it. Um, I, I feel like as far as with, with the, the second generation, which is DX2, which is with the New Age Outlaws of Wex and Jesse, um, for me, it was probably either the uh, those Donaldson moments like that. It wasn't just that one. We had a couple oh, of we had a couple live streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, the live streams were great when Periscope was still going on Twitter and we had like a couple hundred people in a Periscope. That was really fun. Um, going to the impact tapings. Argyle doesn't lose. Those oh, were yeah. big moments for us. Um, that was on my birthday weekend. Yeah. And to be honest, man, like this one's a big one for me. I mean, this, this last show is a, is a big one. I mean, having Cass on I mean, I mean, having, Je- I mean, Jessica being here, like you jumping on at the end was great. Like a- everything that you've brought to the show has been great. I've been so lucky to be on the show for the past five years with all, like no one has sucked. I've not had anyone that sucked on the show ever, like, which has been great. I mean, Benji Brown's been on the show. Al John's been on the show. Um, you know, Alex, Gotcha Kane Bros, and, Alex, yeah, Kira, uh, Barry Donegan, Gary, you know, like there's, there's so Jay many, Newman, Dillard, Newman, Hale, Akira, Newman, yeah. dude. Joel Gray. I mean, there's so many, there's so many, and there's so many that I wish that I would have gotten on guys that I talked to that I couldn't have on. Uh, but you know what? Listen, I mean, this show means the world to me. It's been five years. I, uh, I am very grateful for everyone that has ever subscribed to this feed and has ever downloaded a podcast. It has been a hell of a ride for five years and, um, I'm very grateful. I know that I came in at the end, but I think that my favorite moment was probably Jesse texting me like, Hey, have you listened to this week's podcast yet? And I was like, no. And he's like, you should listen. And Oh, by the way, are you joining us next week? I was like, what? So it was so cool. Like before you guys had actually confirmed me for being able to join, like you guys were bringing me up, talking about me and like you have done for me what I find so difficult to do in the wrestling world in person, um, you guys listen to my opinions. You regard them. You appreciate my perspective. And um, for the most part, you don't interrupt me, even though I, I blurred out shit, too. Um, I, I've just really <laughs> loved having that, like, brotherhood with you guys. Because, yes, there's many, many women that are into wrestling And there are many women that I have discovered doing podcasts now because of this. So it's opened a lot of doors and I've been able to like connect with people on Twitter. Um, And I, I have found more and more women because I just started talking about being the only girl on the podcast, you know? And um, it's so cool to see what some of these women are out here doing. Um, and I'm grateful to be a very, very small slice of that. Um, this has been so much fun and I can't wait to keep doing things like this. This is the first time I've ever done any podcasting and, and, you know, a lot of times I trip over my words and I get so anxious, but you guys have always been so supportive. You guys encourage me. I've learned so much and you guys never call me out. I'll be like, Hey, 
you were totally wrong. Uh, that's fucking stupid. You know, you like, you never made me feel like I didn't belong. Like I didn't know what I was talking about, even if I wasn't 100% accurate. So I have a big thank you to you all. I mean, me and Jesse have had this relationship of loving wrestling and being best buds for a really long time. So shout out to him for helping bring me into this. Um, and I'm so glad that I talked to you outside of that exit in, and I'm so glad that I got to be a part of this. Um, and I'm sad that it's ending. It's like, I just fucking got here. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, listen, I'm, I am, uh, I've said it a thousand times, but I'm just a sucker for closure, man. I think that things that end, I like that they end, you know, like I just, I didn't want the show to get bad and I, and we didn't, we never got bad. I mean, I, I mean, this this feed's going to be up for a long time, so I defy you to find me an episode that was bad. There were some that were better than others, but you're not going to find one that was bad. And and that's uh, um, that's a, that's a it's a it's a I'm really proud of the show. I'm really proud of everybody that's been on the show. I'm really proud of. I'm just proud to have been a part of it. And like, I'm so grateful for everybody that's listening right now. I'm so grateful that that you've stuck it out with us this far. And listen, man, this kayfabe comparisons thing is not going anywhere. It's staying for a long time. And guess what? Every member of this podcast is probably going to have another one because like, we're not done. We enjoy doing this. We enjoy having these podcasts. Mine might be different. I, I, I think I'm going to take a crack at you know the pop culture world and try to do things more in the mainstream light because that's also what I'm into. Um and, you know, I know Jesse is like Jesse's diehard wrestling guy. And if I ever want to talk wrestling, I know that Jesse's down to talk with me about wrestling. And I know that Jesse will definitely do awesome shit in the future. And I'm really excited to see what he does. Wex is like Wex has always had a, multiple ideas and media like he was doing when, when he came on this show. He had a YouTube show where he was doing like a late night talk show thing. And it, it, the it, He's always going to have something awesome to say, whether it's about this or football or skateboarding or whatever he decides to talk about. It's going to be worth your time. And Jessica is like, this is what I'll say about you. If you if you if there was a moment where the marks and us were like, well, she called that move the wrong thing. Like we like there's no there's no reason like you have been so genuine and so like so confident in your voice, which I think is so important from like that perspective too, because I feel like pro wrestling is a very much a, um, a gimmick based thing, right? It's all about like your persona and it's all about your confidence. And I feel like, you know, the way you speak about your opinion, it demands respect. And we gave you that respect because you demand it. So I don't want you to feel like we were cutting you a break or anything. Like you were good. And like you were, if you had come on here and not been good enough, we would have made fun of you, <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. but, but you were great. You were great. So like, you know what? Hats off to you. Like it, it, this, this whole show has been great. This whole show has changed my life. Thank you so much for being here for the past five fucking years, man. It's Woo. incredible. It's incredible. You will always be able to find the show as long as I am fucking breathing at KFM Comparisons and any podcast after you listen to. Um, fuck, man. You will always be able to find the show at KFabe.com on Twitter. And Instagram, you'll always be able to find the show at Kfabecom Pod on TikTok. You can always find your boy, Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer, at Daniel Daybreak everywhere. Jesse, take over before I start balling. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, one last thing I'd like to say about it. Like, 
I met everyone involved in this through completely different circumstances and knew all of you before we were doing this completely unrelated to this. So it's been really cool to be able to see a group of people come together. That also applies to a lot of the guests that we had and things like that too. You know, um, it's been really cool to be able to like group everybody in, bubble it up. I love it. Um, I'll always love it. And I look forward to, you know, occasionally dropping in and doing a couple more of the same things. I've been trying to talk myself out of doing a family trauma podcast only to get numbers up on the next wrestling podcast that I do. But that's just how my fucking brain works. So, you know, it is what it is. Got to feed the brand, baby. Yep. But uh, I can tell you, I'll, you know, obviously Echo Daniel, kayfabe comparisons, every single podcast outlet that you can find. Kayfabe, kayfabe.com, easy for me to say, on Twitter and Instagram, pod on TikTok. You can find me at Jesse Baker Nash on most social media outlets or just Jesse Baker on Facebook. Or just look for the fucking annoying dude that's still talking about wrestling after this pretty much constantly. Wex, give him the script, baby. You can always find your boy Wex at Wex Breaking the Loss. And on all of your social media, as I'm still there heavy and like, dude, this podcast, it's it's been everything. Like, like you said, I had the YouTube show going before, but jess like the connection with jesse and you and doing the commentary like dude that's one of my like even if i never do another fucking commentary gig ever i got to call fucking ricky morton i got to call like it some sick shit and if it wasn't for this podcast i would never been able to do some of the cool things i got to do in pro wrestling and when it comes down to it like it's cool you know doing commentary doing all this shit but like when it comes down to it i'm just a fan I just love shooting shit with the boys, the girls, with everybody just talking about wrestling and whatever my next endeavor is with wrestling on the podcast, whether I get back on YouTube doing their podcast, get with Jesse, Jessica, or by myself with Lonnie, some person I've never met before. You know, you know, whatever ends up happening, I just want to say I've loved this podcast. It's been great, fantastic, one of the best things I've ever done. And rest I mean, I love wrestling. I'm gonna love wrestling forever. Loved it since I was seven eight years old i'm gonna love it forever and this is just uh it's bittersweet but you know just i love all y'all even though jessica i've only known you for a little bit i, I, I still love you still love the wrestling if you got that that brotherhood that wrestling fan i'm always gonna love you and just uh not a rest in peace not a rest in peace to kayfabe comparison gotta get that last interruption in baby <laughs> gotta get it in. just you know going to the, exactly gotta get that classic flex break the law interruption it's not it. over but it's just going into the, the next phase it's next stage in life miss jessica rosenberg well you can always find me on twitter at peggy hill feet Love it. On Instagram and YouTube and probably some other sites, you could find me, uh, Busty Dot Shackleford, Busty Shackleford, mixture of those. Um, I will no longer be at the Paradigm Pro on April 14th, but you should still go. I have to go to Michigan on a family emergency. If you want front row tickets, holler at me. I'm trying to get them to somebody else. Um, and then $10 of each of that ticket is going to the late great ref SPO, um, is going to his family because he unfortunately passed away. Um, Mm -hmm. great indie ref, amazing guy. Um, never got to meet him in person, but I'm really sad to hear about his loss. Um, thank you so much to everyone who's ever 
listened uh, to any of our opinions, especially mine, a little Mark gal, just trying to get her voice heard. Um, thank you all so much. I love all y'all. That's going to do it for us, guys. Um, we're not just kayfabe comparisons today. We're kayfabe comparisons for life. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Bye.